Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. <laughs> yeah, I do. Tickle me when I say it, but I do. Like I say always, it just is a constant reminder of, of how good God has been, of all the things he's brought me through, all the challenges he's allowed me to overcome, all the times he's forgiven me, all the times he's allowed me to get it all wrong and turn around and get it right. And I still got uh, a lot of challenges in front of me, still got a lot of changes I probably need to make. So my question to you is, what's stopping you from having the life that you want? What's stopping you from having the life that you want? 
I don't really know a person that doesn't want a good life for themselves or for their families. Now, I know a lot of people who have been beaten down by the process who, because of some mistakes and some setbacks, some mishaps, a set of circumstances, uh, sometimes just life just deals them a, a hand of cards and and they just figure it's all defeat. I know a lot of people who have given up on achieving the life of their dreams. But I know they'd still want them if they could get to them. But they just allowed to settle for so many reasons. So who I'm talking to is you today. What's really stopping you from having the life that you want? What's really at the core of stopping you? What is that? Is it your friends or your associates? Is it the fear of what you think somebody else will think of you if you decide to change? Is it what I used to call the call of the wild? Is it the fact that you keep thinking that the thing that you're doing that's providing you these momentary moments of pleasure that really ain't really good or healthy for you, you don't want to stop doing that because you've got just a little bit more something else you want to do? I call that the call of the wild. You know, it's just out there. Them streets is calling you. Them lights is calling you. You know, them girls is calling you. Them guys that's on the wrong side keep calling you. You can't seem to make a decision by the right guy. You keep picking the wrong guy all the time. What is it that's stopping you from having the life that you really want to have? So whatever the reason you're choosing, that's the reason that's stopping you from having the life that you want to have. It's no good because at the end of the day, here's the real deal. See, God is available And God is available for all of us, and God has a plan for all of us, and God wants the very best for all of us. That's the truth of the matter. So now, what we going to do to get started having that life? First of all, if it's your friends, I want you to understand something. Your friends can't save you. A lot of your friends offer no real help for you. Most of your friends don't have the answer themselves. I mean, it's just a wide range of reasons. And misery love company. So usually when your friends are in a bad position, they kind of like company in that bad position. Your friends ain't going to church. You're going to be their friend. They don't really want you to go to church. You know, your friends don't pray. So why would they offer up prayer as a solution to you? You know, your friends don't really, really get uh, the fact that if you treat people better, people would treat you better. So, What's that? So your friends are a lot of times the reasons, you know, the peer pressure of what. And then the thought in your mind of what they going to think once they find out I don't do what they do anymore. Who cares what they think other than you? I mean, really, you can't let what somebody thinks of you stop you from having the best life you wanted to have. If I went by that theory right there, I would I wouldn't even be on this mic this morning. I would have never become a stand-up. I would have ne- had I listened to the people around me who clearly told me when I quit my job to pursue this, boy, don't you quit your job. You got a family. Boy, don't you do this. You ain't got no bit. That ain't, ain't no security in that. Get yourself a job. Go down here and work your brother. Go to work over here. Go. To- I heard all of that. I didn't let that stop me from pursuing this, 
Why would you allow that to stop you from pursuing your relationship with God so you can have the best life you could possibly have? You gangbang because they've convinced you that this is the family situation and love that you don't have, and they've convinced you that this is your only way, your only source of getting over. And then you drum up these ignorant reasons, man, for staying with it. But they sound so good when you're listening to everybody else you're surrounded by telling you why we gang banging, why we holding this block down, why we slanging this thing here right here, why we letting it go like this here. You keep listening to them when all in your heart of hearts you know this ain't right. You already know, but you allow that form of the call of the wild that wanting to be accepted by a group of people who are trying to get you to accept the way so you can further their progress, to even prove that you're worthy to be around them, you got to commit some type of crime. To even prove that you're worthy to be around them. Then when you get busted on the crime, what happens to that? Where your family at now? They don't come down there to see you because guess what? They can't turn in their ID at the desk at a law enforcement center. So now your homies can't come visit you. And then, you know, your family back out here, they ain't taking care of your family because it's all about them. Then you learn that. What is it that's stopping you from having the life that you always wanted to have? What is it? Why are you a repeat offender? Why do you keep checking yourself back into that institution? Why, man? Why won't you get it together? Why won't you give God a try? Why won't you disassociate yourself? Why would you continue to be a part of a revolving door system and becoming the farm system for these institutions that ain't got nothing for you? But you keep going back in there, and then every time you go in there, and then your little homies or your gang-banging little, little silly little friends try to make you think that's a badge of honor. There ain't no badge of honor, man. That's one more, that's one more scratch on that record. That's one more that's one more nail in that coffin. That's one step closer to that third strike where you ain't gonna ever get out. It's one step closer to that graveyard. You keep on. Why would you not give God a try? Why would you not go and see what your life could really be? What is it that's stopping you? What is it? Because see, I got news for you. There's nothing like waking up free. I don't care who you are. There's nothing like waking up with the joy in your heart. Now, if you ain't going to be free, get the joy in your heart, the satisfaction of knowing that you're accomplishing something with your life. Help somebody behind them bars. Get in the program. Show these young cats when they come in a better way. But don't you dare sit there, man, and just ride it out. And, man, just, just go and get the fullest life that you can have. What? You know what it feels like to wake up and be on your way somewhere, knowing that you have something to accomplish, that you can change somebody, that you can stop somebody from going down the road you went down. It's a whole lot of ways to make your life better. But why would you not go and have the best life you can have? What is it that's stopping you? What is it? Really? Really? So you think that Satan really has your best interests at heart? That, that little thing your mama kept telling you about praying, You wasn't listening, was you? But you know, it ain't ever too late to get back to that. It ain't ever too late to get back to where you're from. It ain't ever too late to go back home. It ain't ever too late to turn around. It ain't ever too late to get your life together. It ain't ever too late to seek God. And it ain't ever too late to pray. Don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray. 
and don't be too proud to pray because prayer changes things. Prayer changes people too. I'm a witness to that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show as we start every morning a bit different than the prior morning. This would be no different. The voice you're listening to is a man who's ready for a vacation. Someone who is out of original content, completely burned and fried at both ends, and determined and hell-bent not to go crazy before he leaves for vacation. That's what it is. Welcome to the show. I'm Steve Harvey, and I am slightly off balance. <laughs> good morning, Shirley. Uh, but you're here, Steve. Good morning. And good morning to Carla Pharrell. Good morning, crew. What's happening? Welcome back, Ladies Carla. and gentlemen, happy sad junior. Morning, up. <laughs> and the fool of fools, the king of ignorance, stupidity at a higher level than most. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. Uncle Steve, Uncle Steve. We're going to get you to that vacation, partner. We're going to get you to it. Right now. Need, right now. Right now. We're going to put some water well, on well, it. It's coming. Welcome back, Carla. How was Thank your vacation, you. girl? Yeah, I just took Ooh. a couple of days. It wasn't a week or nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'm going to show again. you how to get one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to show you. You got Steve, the template yeah, for he it. he does. <laughs> he really does. Please understand. <laughs> Good yeah, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had a great time, though. Mm-hmm. My husband and I went to the Bahamas. Go ahead, girl. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice getaway. She's pregnant. <laughs> we tried, girl. We tried. Nobody getting pregnant this late in their life. <laughs> but it was fun trying. But uh-huh. you don't know that, Tom. Yeah, it is possible now. It could happen. Carla, what would you do? It could happen now. No, no, no. Better oh, question is, Tommy, what, what would you do? Oh, Ooh. hell no. I'd run away from home, bro. <laughs> Tommy, you can't run I'm away. I'm not doing no more kids. On everything, though. I'm not doing no more kids. I, I leave on a bike. Every, I swear to God. I'm not, <laughs> every time something happens to you, you run away. Let me tell you something. It's, it's, you stop saying run. Tommy, yeah. Tommy, you just ride off on the bike. On a bike, dog. And if that's on flat, it's two skateboards in that garage right now. I'm leaving on anything got wheels. Oh, my God. No more kids, I'm Tommy. not doing no more kids, man. Mm-mm, I love them, but I ain't, we ain't making no more now. No. I got you know baby I fever, y'all. Huh. Uh-huh. I got baby fever. What? I do. You want a baby? I do. What? Mm-hmm. You need to get oh y'all, baby fever. Carla, what happened baby to fever. one and done? We I were... don't give a damn. I don't know. <laughs> I, know. I just said I'm just saying. Just you can go on. Give you, you. Yeah, yeah, you can cure that fever. No, no, no. You just stop your ass at a daycare and pick up a child and hold them for 15 minutes and put them back. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Carl? No, Tommy, Tommy, that ain't your business. Okay, all right. Y'all, all y'all have all the fever you want. I'm going to tell you something right now. I got seven kids. Yeah. Y'all I ain't playing on that one of mine. Not that one of them. Every time somebody told me they was pregnant, it was, mm. what? <laughs> oh, 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 I'm so happy. <laughs> no, every last one of them. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Okay, I well. Them. But ain't nothing wrong with that. I didn't plan on. I loved them all. Took care of them. But I didn't plan any of my children. <laughs> it wasn't in your not call. Not now one. <laughs> it wasn't in your call. All right, call. listen. <laughs> it is time for something funny. We're going to ask Steve some questions from our random list of questions. All right, Get come ready, on, let's Steve. Go. Ready. All right. Excited. We'll be back at 32 after. Woo! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
It's time for something funny, Steve. You ready? It's time to ask you some questions. We okay, just, just have me, a, not the CEO, just me. Yeah, we yeah, just have yeah. a random okay, list cool. of questions we want to ask. All right, you. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Um, I'll start. What What's something you that you warn people about? You know, say a family member or a friend or something. You warn them about, but they didn't listen to you, and uh, it it turned into a problem later. I told all of them I'm gonna be something one day. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And all of them said, "No, you ain't." Now that the I'm something has come true, mm. let's remember all your statements are no, you ain't. Oh, so yeah. now when you asking for money, remember, no, I ain't. <laughs> See, if you're asking me for advice, remember this. No, I ain't. If you need a place to stay, remember this. No, I ain't. If you come to me talking about help with your down payment of your new home, remember this. No, I ain't. <laughs> See, no, I ain't. It's what I remember, and it has created a major problem in the family. Now, now he think he too good for us. I told y'all I gonna be something one day. No, you ain't. Well, now I'm something. Then carry your ass on. Well, come over here asking me for nothing. All now. right, Tommy has a question. Okay. Okay. Calm down. Yeah. All right. No, no All problem. Right. Hypothetical question, on You in the family, too. No, no, no you ain't. All right. <laughs> hey, I'm the one that believed in you now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's because you will. All right, listen. All right, hypothetical question. Here it is. The studio is on fire. Mm-hmm. All your coworkers are in there. Mm-hmm. You can pull out one. Mm-hmm. Who do you get? Uh, That's easy, you. You're his nephew. It better damn sure be I thought, I thought that. that would be yeah, like, You asked him who yeah. would he pull out first? Yeah, yeah. who would oh, you no. pull out first? Shirley. Huh? Yo, you pull her out for? <laughs> yeah, because we can start a new show with Shirley. <laughs> Because we started this show together from scratch anyway. So I go with my roadie, the one that go in down right there. You gone. You gone. I've been trying to get rid of you anyway. So you'll go back home to the funeral and they knew that you could have got me but got shared? Hey, they do y'all like want me. the Steve Harvey morning show? Or do y'all want Tommy? That's the question I'm going to ask. Your family likes me. <laughs> Do y'all want the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> oh, Tommy. or Tommy? <laughs> we like, get the show like back this. together. Well, I, I was don't like this. I was wrong. You came up with that random yeah. question. We were all wrong, though. We all thought no it would be. Thank you, though, no Steve. I appreciate yeah, it. I thought it would Grab be Tommy. Yeah, we, all, we were all wrong. Well, I know one. where I stand. Go ahead, Junior. Come on, Junior. Okay, uh, just random question. If aliens invaded and eliminated our office staff in order of least useful... The most useful. Who would die first and who would live the longest? All these are against me. <laughs> All of these questions are against me. And I see them. I see them. I'm just asking. Ask the question one more time. Okay, uh, if aliens invaded and eliminated our office staff, now in order of least useful to most useful, who would die first and who would live the longest? <laughs> That's good okay. to do with you. Okay, now let me. Okay, here we go. This is <laughs> in honest order. Junior, you'll be going first. Ah, Cause, and I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah, because you that. don't do pranks, and you don't do church complaints. What the hell has got to do with the show? <laughs> That's what the, I'm doing by the aliens. Listen next, to the show. Too. I'm next, I'll let them kill Jay. <laughs> And I think that's, I think that's, we got to give it two sick people. <laughs> <laughs> they the ones that's struggling the most with coming to work. So, you know, they miss more days on the diabetes sick cell. So let them go first. Sick and die. <laughs> then after that, well, 
Tommy. The you girls is before me? Wait yeah, because we, we got enough recorded uh, pranks. Oh, that's cold. To that's do cold. Because people had their favorites. They like hearing them again. And then he's so got a bunch of CDs, Steve. Yeah, prank CDs. Uh-huh. Then after oh, yeah. that is Carla. And that's only because, and Carla, see, she know what she's doing, so we could have a show left. Me, yeah. Shirley. And then once Carla get the show organized for us, uh-huh. put us all in place with our heart and get everything done, <laughs> then they come kill Carla. You gonna get her to the end. <laughs> <That's the goal. laughs> so you gonna use me. Yeah. But the goal is to get the show yeah, back. Yeah, with all your skills. <laughs> then as long as they don't need nobody else, it'd be me and Shirley. Then if they come to get one more, well, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be you. Oh, Shirley, you out. I know. I, know. Yeah. I already know. All that bullshit stuff. I got your voice enough time. I can pull you and edit you down. And then that's it. Steve Harvey. Well, show you know Next question. Uh, all right. I got a question. Finish mm-hmm. the blank. I don't know a single successful person who blank. I don't know a single successful, successful person, person who does not have a vision board. Mm. Uh, I like it. I don't. Wow. I oh, do not know good, a single that successful a... person who doesn't have a vision board. I know none. Wow. I like that one. Tyler, Oprah, the president. Mm-hmm. Everybody I talk to. The president, the president had a vision board? Oh, yeah. Michelle Obama, all of them. I've talked to all everybody I ever talked to. Wow. Q, Snoop, Charlie Wilson, everybody. Kim, everybody I talked to wow. that's successful has a vision. Ellen, everybody I talked to. Donald Trump. What's Donald Trump's vision? I've never don't look at look at all them hotels. He, I'm telling you, man. You you. It's, wow. it's very difficult without it. Next question. All right, here's my next question. It's on me. Uh, what is the nearest thing you've got to a superpower? <laughs> my ability to reason. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. My reasoning ability. Second is my ability to compartmentalize things that happen to me, put them in a section, and keep moving. That's what the millennials don't know. That's a superpower that I have that a lot of people don't have, and I find it out more and more. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, Steve, did you like these questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have answers. You said I don't be stalled. Uh-huh. You can have great answers. So He didn't let me burn up and gave me to the aliens. I didn't like none of these damn questions. One more time, if your co-workers were in a fire, who would you pull out for? I didn't Surely. <laughs> See? See? I gave Surely. him a second chance. All right, we right, gotta right go. away, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, uh, nephew Tommy. Tommy already down that low. You know, he ain't gotta stop dropping rolls. <laughs> his prank phone call. He walked uh, his ass right on out the fire. <laughs> we're gonna run it back coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Chadwick Boseman was honored a real-life superhero. He he did honor a real-life superhero. Uh, let me be clear on that. But right now, the nephew is here. Run that prank back. We'll talk about Chadwick in entertainment news. My bones are weak. My bones are weak. There it is. Sounds like a sermon. Yeah, I feel like it. It's all right. Yeah. Watch this right here. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to speak to Ron. Yeah, this is Ron. Hey, Ron, how you doing? It's Foley, man. How are you, brother? I'm good, Foley. Hey, hey, I, I, I want to congratulate you, man, on the uh, on the baby, man. I wasn't able to make it to the baby shower, man, but 
want to congratulate you on the baby, man, and, and, and all of that, man. Uh, much success to you, man, you, you and your wife. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate that. Foley. Yeah, well, yeah, Foley, man. Uh, I, I didn't get, you know, my uh, my wife, Danita, she came to the uh, to the to the baby shower, man. So, you know, uh, uh, she was telling me how, 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 how nice it was, how successful it was, man. So I just... You want, you know, uh, wanted to give you big ups. I heard the baby came and everything, and I wanted to just yeah, call a little, a little girl, a little girl. You had a little girl? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, congratulations, man. Congratulations, Ron. I, I wanted to definitely uh, call and congratulate, man. And um, Holy, real quick, what um, what baby shower was your wife at? Because we had two. We had one for my side of the family, and then one for my wife's side, because you know they live different places and stuff, man. So, which one do you think she was at? Uh, probably on your wife's side. You know. Okay. Okay. She knows my wife. Well, no. See, see, Danita is actually friends with um with Kendra. Now you know Kendra, right? Oh yeah, I know Kendra. Yeah, we yeah, that's good friend of friends. Okay, she yeah. was she was with Kendra. Okay, yeah, she comes. They play cards. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she she was with Kendra, man, and um, she was just telling me how successful, man, how nice it was, and, and you know, laid out baby shower. I, I wasn't able to make it, man. I've been a little under the weather, bro. Uh, you know, right. and uh, you know, with, with God's help, man, I'll be able to get back on my feet. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. So, hey, man, I, I I just you know, congratulations again, man. You know, uh, a beautiful baby girl. I, I man, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm sorry, man, but uh, I just I can't totally. I'm trying to remember you and trying to place you, and I just I can't do it. <laughs> Have we met? No, 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 no. My bad, man. I'm sorry, dog. Now, nah, me and you, we haven't, we haven't met at all. Uh, like I say, uh, you know, my wife knows Kendra. They hang out, and uh, yeah. I guess she's she's dabbled a couple times and been around. You know, your wife is uh, your wife is Marilyn, right? Yeah, that's my wife. Okay, yeah. I guess she's been uh, been in, in the presence of Marilyn, man. So you know, uh, you know, I, I kind of got your number from uh, from my wife, man. Uh, and she got it from Kendra, so I, I kind of wanted to holler at you, you know. Well, what you want to holler me about? Actually, man, like I say, man, you... I've been I've been down for a minute, you know, and uh, I actually, you know, came from the doctor yesterday, and and my my bones, man, they my bones are deteriorating, you know. Uh, that's that's kind of what I what I've been going through, man. Um, okay. And if if I don't uh, get the proper uh, medication that I need, man. Then we, you know, it, it, it within the next three months here, dog, it it, wow. it, it, it could get pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? Well, man, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, it, all I can do is just pray well, for you, man, and you know. Uh, well, man, I the, the the doctor told me that if don't I don't cry, bro, don't cry, man. The, the, the doctor told me, man, that you know, if, if I get the right medication, man, that you know, I could get back up to seventy-five, eighty percent healthy again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just a, a rare uh, type of thing that I need to try and get. Okay. And um, I, 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 I think that you might be. I think you can help me. Yeah, be name. strong, man. Be strong. Just. Man, sit down, man. Be strong, bro. It's, it's gonna be all right, but man. I think it's you... gonna be all right. God is with you. I pray for you. I do all I can. And I, I don't know. Well, well, actually, actually, uh, the the doctor told me, man, that if for if I, for six months, if I drunk breast milk, it will it will it will put enough 
calcium and, and stuff back into my bones that would get me back up to 70 to 85 percent healthy. Breast milk? Yeah. I ain't got no breast, bro, so, you know. Uh, well, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not you, Ron. You, you don't, you know, but, you know, your, your wife does, though. Whoa. You talking about my wife's breast, man? I'm not, I'm not, not directly, man. I'm just saying that she can, you know, I mean, if, if I had her breast milk for like six months straight, man, I could get back whole again, man. Oh, the f- you don't talk about a man's wife or her breast milk. I just had a, I just had a f- baby, man. Are you serious? I'm just, I'm just, all I'm so trying to... you asking for my wife's breast milk, man. Man, I'm just asking y'all to share it for six we months. We can't share no f- breast milk with you, man. You got the wrong f- one, man. The wrong one. So you said your name was what? My name's Foley, Foley man. Some f- this f- is wrong, man. This f- is wrong. Okay. Wrong. No, no, we're just talking about six months of breast milk, man. Six months My of breast milk. My wife's breast milk. We ain't talking about just no breast milk. And I understand. My wife's breast milk, man. I understand that, man, but we're talking about you saving a life, man, a life. I ain't the one. Okay, well, let me ask you this. What if y'all would have had twins, man? Y'all would have been breastfeeding two babies. Just look what? at it as if we twins. What the f***? Man, I'm getting the f*** off this phone because I don't know who the f*** you are. You need to chill out, man. You need to go get on your knees, pray that your bones get healed or whatever. You got the wrong number, man. Listen, man, all I'm saying is I got one more thing I want to say, nah, look, and then man, I'll let you go, know, all right? Phone, I just I want to get off the phone, call Kendra, and find out why gave you my number, because that's how you got it. Can I say one more say thing? Say it, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I say it? Say it, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kendra and your wife, Marilyn, got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Hello, Ron. Yeah, man. Ooh, y'all are good, man. Whoa, man, my wife, man. Man, Kendra, boy. Did I get you, man? Yeah, y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. <laughs> I, I got them too. They done started something. <laughs> hey, one more thing. What's the baddest radio station in the land, man? Man, it is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, wow, man. <laughs> you know, you got to get breast milk any way you can get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's, milk is good for the bone. Right. You know, right. it's calcium. Yeah, calcium. You know what I'm saying? And right. you need that. You so need this, what, what do you need it for? So, so how much you want? Yeah. I want a couple gallons of breast milk. That's all I'm saying. What's wrong with it? It's crazy. That's what's wrong with it. You know, if you can provide, you should not really hold back on helping people with some breast milk. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Okay. (sighs) What's wrong? Okay, nothing. I I didn't ask you for nothing. I didn't ask. Did I? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, uh -uh. cool. Uh -uh. Okay. uh, (laughs) We got to talk about this. Thank you, nephew. We love mm-hmm. actress Jennifer Lewis, uh, Steve. She plays mm-hmm. Anthony Anderson's mother uh, on Blackish. Well, she has a, a mantra in the morning. It says, every morning she looks in the mirror and says, pretty B word. <laughs> pretty wow. B word. Uh, like every morning. So so I got to ask you, Steve, what do you say when you look at yourself in the mirror in the morning? That don't help everybody. It's good for you to feel that way about yourself, but everybody don't need to do that. Uh, do you everybody say anything don't. to yourself in the mirror? Ooh, I got some big ass lips. What you say, huh? Ooh, I got, I got some, big ass. Well, Tommy, I got some big ass lips to blow on this money I made. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> <laughs> Pop, ting, coming up. Oh, 
Entertainment it. news. Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman honored a real life superhero. Uh, and we'll talk about that when we come back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in 20 minutes, our friend Ice Cube will be our special guest. Ice Cube in the building. Cube. Yeah, yeah. Cube is going to tell us about uh, the Big Three basketball tournament that kicks off this weekend in Houston, Texas, guys. And uh, in entertainment news, Tiffany Haddish uh, proved that she was definitely ready to host the 2018 MTV Movie and TV Awards. She did her thing. She opened the show with a Black Panther-type fight scene to uh, see who'd actually host the show. Other highlights from the show include uh, Chadwick Boseman, um, won for Best Hero, which was great, but he gave his award, and this was even better. I love this. This was a touching moment. I saw the show. It was great. Uh, he, he gave his award to a real-life hero, James Shaw Jr., the Waffle House hero from Tennessee. Uh. Take a listen. Yeah, remember him? Yeah. Receiving an award for playing a superhero is amazing, but... It's even greater to acknowledge the heroes that we have in real life. So, I just want to acknowledge somebody that's here today, James Shaw Jr. Where are you stand? <laughs> you didn't even know we were about to do this, did you? Uh-uh. If you don't know James Shaw Jr., he fought off a gunman in Antioch, Tennessee at a Waffle House. He saved lives. Come on up here. So this is going to live at your house. That was, that was awesome. really nice. That's, yeah. that's, 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 that's cool. Yeah, he's such a great guy, Chadwick. Uh, also, uh, actor Michael B. Jordan took trophy for best villain. Remember, he played Killmonger yeah. in Black Panther. And uh, so congratulations. You want to get at the Suge Knight? <laughs> well, you know what he did say? He said he thought uh, Roseanne would win. Yeah, he did. He did say that. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> um, so congratulations to both of them and everyone else. And to Tiffany mm-hmm. Haddish. She was really great as a host. Go on, Tiff. Last, uh, yeah. The night before Do last year. He has a ride. Uh-huh. She ready. She yeah. Ready. Are you ready? <laughs> Switching gears in sports news, many people are still convinced that LeBron James will be a Los Angeles Laker next season, Steve. Happen. It's not um, gonna happen. It's not well, gonna happen. See, let me let me let me help you out. As great a dude as Magic Johnson is, mm-hmm. this is what I think is happening here. Here's my opinion of whole LeBron James. Okay. See, LeBron will be a free agent. George is a free agent. Kawhi is not a free agent. He just won't out. So if they trade him, they got to get maximum for it. So Kawhi coming to the Lakers, and everybody talking about LeBron, Kawhi, and George could team up. Mm-hmm. But you got to get that money because if you get Kawhi, L.A. don't have enough pieces to give for Kawhi. They got nobody over there to make them think they're going to give up Kawhi for the Lakers team. And how much money the Lakers got, these two free agents? You got to still make cap room. Somebody got to go. And if too many players go on the Lakers team, LeBron going to be right where he got with just like he got Kevin Love. He'll just have Paul George. They ain't enough to get Golden State. He going to the Lakers. LeBron James is going to go to the Houston Rockets. Yeah, he is. 
Well, uh, Steve, LeBron we'll does it. have a, a movie we'll production company here oh. in Los Angeles. You know, he his... still he got it in here in Cleveland. Yeah, I know. He ain't gonna, he ain't got time to sit there. <laughs> he got people <laughs> running. All yeah. right. Uh, well, Miss everybody got time for this. Miss <laughs> Ann is here, Steve. Uh, please introduce her with our uh, ladies national and headlines. gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Good morning. This is Antrip with the news. Some 75 former U.S. attorneys are formally calling on the current U.S. attorney, Jeff Sessions, to end the Trump administration's policy of separating the children of illegal immigrants from their parents. In an open letter, a bipartisan group of former U.S. attorneys calls Trump's zero tolerance policy, quote, a radical departure from previous policy. And they say the policy is dangerous, expensive and inconsistent with the department's values. The letter says previous administrations struck a balance between the need for effective enforcement Enforcement with humanity and compassion, but they say the Trump administration has abandoned that. By the way, the Trump has also been quoted as calling illegal immigrants, well, saying that they infest America, infest. The president also continues to blame lawmakers for the situation, especially Democrats, according to Trump. That's why children are being separated from their parents. As a result of Democrat-supported loopholes in our federal laws, most illegal immigrant families and minors from Central America who arrive unlawfully at the border cannot be detained together or removed together, only released. Well, Trump says legislators need to give him the power to remove whole families who entered the U.S. illegally. Republican lawmakers promising to pass one of two measures that would end the child separations, build a border wall, and the president is reportedly in favor of that. Milwaukee Bucks star Sterling Brown has filed a federal lawsuit against the city of Milwaukee, its police chief, and eight of its cops. Back in January, the NBA rookie was simply being cited for parking in a handicapped space when a white cop used a stun gun on him because he didn't think Brown was pulling his hand hands out of his pockets fast enough. Sterling Brown's attorney says the whole story is on surveillance tape. 12 minutes he was left sitting or laying on the ground after being abused. This kind of conduct must stop. The police chief of Milwaukee has apologized and says that three of his officers have been disciplined over their behavior. We don't know what kind of discipline that was. And Milwaukee's mayor says he hopes the suit will mark a turning point for his city. Slavery in this country, you know, was declared over in the 1800s, but South Carolina's legislators only yesterday declared it over in an abomination, promising tolerance in the future and proposing to set up an office of racial reconciliation. Yesterday, of course, was Juneteenth. That was a commemoration of the day when all enslaved Africans learned that it was over. And yesterday was also uh, just a couple of days after the anniversary of the racist murder of nine black congregants in a church by a white man named Dylan Roof. Uh, even so, two city councilmen in South Carolina opposed that to resolution, you know. All, only over half of the captured Africans brought to the Western Hemisphere abroad through Charleston, South Carolina. It was a slave port. Today is National Cuckoo Warning Day. And yes, there are a lot of cuckoos out there, aren't there? Back with more entertainment. Today's trending topics, 20 minutes after the hour of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, uh, like as promised, our special guest this morning is here. He's one of the pioneers out here, West Coast rap, outstanding actor, movie producer. He has totally flipped the script with his career. Oh, yeah. Maintained it all, but just kept flipping it and reinventing himself. This boy is outstanding. And now he's the Big Three basketball co-founder and co-CEO. This is the uh, 2018 season of Big Three. It's tipping off this weekend. Me and the fellas was just talking about it. Kia and Tommy is going to be real right down there in Houston. They already was yeah. going. Uh, this Friday, and we're going to find out more about the new season and all. 
ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Ice Cube. Hey, hey, what's up, Steve? Cube, how you feeling, man? Pretty good. Want to say happy Lady Father's Day to all the fathers out well, there. Well, same to you, man. Same to you. Yeah. I've had you on my show. I had your son on my show. Man. Yeah. And yes. happy belated birthday to you, Cube. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Cube, you just had a birthday, man? Yeah, yeah, on the 15th, man. Friday. Friday. You know, the best day of the week. Friday. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> well, let me tell you something. You done turned Friday into something. That's for a damn show. Sure. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, hey, man, let's talk about it. Uh, the Big Three's 2018 season that tips off this Friday in Houston. And it's live on uh, Fox Sports, uh, Fox Sports One at three thirty p.m. Eastern and Pacific Time. Tell us a little bit about it, man. Oh man, you know it's just you know just a blessing to make it to season two. You know most uh, leagues, you know fizzle out before they get to season two. You know it happened with the XFL. You know the only major league that's lasted was UFC. So to be just wow. going into season two is a big accomplishment. You know we got better players. Uh, we got people like Amari Stoudemire and Nate Robinson, Baron Davis, Metal World Peace. Uh, you know, yeah. so we we feel like we got quality players, and and, and the games are going to be uh, actually better than they were last year. And the fact that we're live, you know, it's like we real sports now. Ain't, ain't no excuses now. We we here <laughs> to stay. So it's, it's a great thing. It's it's such a good game to watch, man. If y'all haven't watched it. Y'all should watch it, because these are some marquee cats balling. Steven Jackson, this boy right here. Yeah. I, 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 I tune in just to watch him. And it's another baller, man, to do. Is it, what's his name, Cube? Abdul. Mahmoud Abdul-Raoul. Man, man, this dude yeah. right here. He be balling. Still can shoot. Dog, he be yeah, lighting him up. It's Dog. a great game, man. You know, we grew up on three-on-three, three, so... We don't seen all the battles on the playground, but when you see seven footers doing it, it's a whole nother ball game, man. Yeah. It's, it's just awesome to see. You can catch it live, in person, you gotta do it. But we on FS one, you know what I mean, Friday nights. Ain't gonna be nothing better to do on Friday nights as far as sitting in front of T V but to watch the big three. <laughs> all right, coming up after the break at thirty four after the hour, we'll have more with Cube. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, we back. Uh, we got more with Ice Cube. We're talking about the Big Three Basketball League, which is absolutely phenomenal. First of all, basketball season over with. Stanley Cup been played. Hockey over with. Preseason ain't even here for football. Yeah. We got nothing. Baseball, I'm going to just be real with you. A little bit too slow for me till October get here. Yeah, That's I ain't right. finna watch nobody throw 18 balls. I'm not finna do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I ain't, I ain't got it in me. Yeah. This right here is actually great competitive sport. This, along with the WNBA, is the thing to watch on TV right now. No doubt. You know, and it's, it's just great to fill that void because I used to be like you, man. After the finals is over, I damn near hibernate till football <laughs> season come on. You know, so I ain't got to hibernate no more. Yeah. I can actually watch great basketball in the summer and when our when our championship is done the next week the nfl first week is up so wow we've got the perfect slot right thank yeah. you hey man let me ask you this question how how is the big three attracting these marquee name players well they want a ball and they want a ball on the right stage 
you know, three on three basketball, like I said, been in our community forever. It's all what the kids play, but it's never been elevated to the pro level. Mm. So that's my job is to elevate it to the professional level. And these guys want to play and they want to play against their peers. To me, there's nothing but an attraction if you're a real baller. Now, consider the big three because you are a baller. You know what I'm saying? Come on right. and continue to play. And check this out, Steve. Couple dudes made it back into the NBA just by playing in the big three. Really? Wow. Yeah, because they they were able to get GMs to check them out. You know, they actually made it back on the roster. So that to me is exciting too because it's showing that we ain't just got a retired league or a league where guys can't play. We got a league that's an option, and guys actually can make it back into the NBA if they they show their skills. Wow, I mean, man, it's it's really, really a good a good basketball league, y'all. Cause I'm watching dudes, man, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I see some dudes that I didn't know was out the league that still should be in yeah. the league. Yes, the no, seriously, right. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I I just was unaware that they was out. I thought they were still playing somewhere, like up in Portland, mm-hmm. you know, where you can get lost. Yeah. <laughs> you know, somewhere you can get lost. You can go to Portland and don't nobody know you own. Yeah. You can be in Charlotte and somebody might not know you on Utah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can actually yeah. be a pro basketball player. Don't nobody know it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I thought. But, man, the league is so good, y'all. I'm going to encourage everybody to watch this, man, because these dudes be on here yeah. balling. Here's the cold thing. They got the regular three-point line, just like in the league. Yeah. But they got a four-point shot, too. That's like, you know, what what they call Steph Curry town. You got you got to be, a, but you got to have your you got to have your draws on just right to take that jump. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's a, it's a circle, four point circle, and it's thirty feet from the basket. So, you know, you gotta you gotta definitely put some back arm into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you ain't gonna just yeah, you ain't just out there in that circle. Yeah, you'll pull your sciatic nerve, you know. Thank <laughs> you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tear something up. Yeah, you will. You definitely rip something out the socket. <laughs> yeah. If you don't if you don't warm up before you shoot that one. Yeah. Hey man, this this is a great league, y'all. And listen to me. This is what I want y'all to do. Everybody, Big Three's uh 2018 season. It tips off uh in Houston this Friday, June twenty second. It's live on Fox Sports One at three thirty Eastern and Pacific. A lot of new marquee players in there this year, man. Uh, Mari Stoudemire's in the game. Carlos Boozer, Barry Davis, Meta World Peace, Nate Robinson, the, the slam dunk contest dude, Drew Gooden, and a whole lot more. And plus the stars that's already out there. It's just worth it, man. Q, man, great idea, man. We're going to be tuning in for you. Thank you so much, Steve. You know, you always uh, give me a platform to uh, promote my stuff, man, and I really appreciate man, you. bro, because you, you, know I mean? you a cold You're hustler. You're a treasure, bro. No, dog, you a cold hustler. Oh, I admire your hustling grind, man. Well, I admire yours too, man, because I see you everywhere doing everything, and it's always done with class, and we appreciate you, man. All right, Q, we All love right. you, boy. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. <laughs> All right, up next, the nephew has a prank <clears throat> phone call coming up right after this. Love us and Q. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, we both did it, but now she's mad. Okay? Right I, now, I, I've been there before. Uh-huh. Right now, the nephew 
is uh, here with today's prank phone call. Hey, Tommy. King of Pranks, mm-hmm. what you got? Can I ask you a question? Sure, sure. Why is it in all the letters that's full of BS you've participated <laughs> in some way? I've, has, I've been in some BS situations, Uncle Steve. He 50. You ain't never been in a BS situation? You just don't expound on it and talk about it. But I know you've been there because I've been through it with you. So what are we talking about here? You want us to talk about some situation you used to be in? Is that what you want to do today? Hmm? Okay. Mm-hmm. Be right. careful. Oh, man. Well, we have be our careful. own strawberry letter well, today. Be careful. Okay. Be careful, Subject my man. Enough. My yeah. man. Huh? Be very careful. Okay. Okay. All right. Because yours is a lot more delicate. All right. Oh. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, we can trade some if Y'all you fan. want to. This strawberry letter, because what I can do for you be way better than strawberry. Tommy doesn't look scared though. Oh no, no, oh. no! He ain't got to get look and scared because he don't remember. Because he got some letters too. What? Oh, oh. You know what? You might, you know, you might want to. Uh, this is what you might want to do. You might want to listen to this prank because this might be what you're looking for. FPC. What, what is that? Funeral picture company. <laughs> now keep on here. <laughs> FPC. <laughs> Funeral picture company. Run it, cat. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, Darwin. Darwin. Uh, this is he. Hey, Darwin, how you doing? This is Frank with uh, FPC. We're trying to come down and uh, see about making an appointment with you uh, within the next week, if that's possible. For, for, for what there? Uh, we're supposed to come by. I'm with FPC. We wanted to, uh, we have FPC? you on file. What, what, what is that? What is FPC? Uh, sir, your name was left with us, and you're, you're, you're on, uh, on our file to actually come out and make an appointment with you so we can... Um, so we can get your picture taken. Uh, you must have the wrong number. I'm not. I'm not signed up to take no picture or anything, sir. Okay. Well, you are. You're Darwin, correct? Yeah. Yes, I am Darwin. And you call Darwin, and that's who you call it. But anything about a picture? What? What's up with a picture? Uh, we've got you on our schedule here, FPC. We have you on our schedule to um to actually uh for us to come out to your home and take your picture. Okay, FPC. Which company is that? What, what, y'all, what type of picture would I be taking? I'm not taking no picture, but what, what is FPC? Okay, you don't know anything about a photo being taken of you needing, needing no, to be sir. taken. No. Okay, uh, sir. FPC is uh, we are. This is a funeral picture company. Who? What, funeral picture company. And what we do is funeral. we come out and take your picture, and we actually keep it on file. That way. When you do pass away, we have your picture for your program, and we have a nice picture for you. Oh, man, look, I'm not dead right now. You're not taking no picture of me. Who is this again? My name is Frank. Frank. Oh, okay, Frank, you mean to tell me y'all taking pictures of people before they die just so you could have their picture on file? So well, we keep it on file, and then you have a good picture on your program, and that's what that's what, uh, that's what we yeah, do. Like some I ain't signed up for nothing like that. Who the hell signed me up for some like that? I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but we're trying to schedule where we can come out uh, beginning of next week so we can get your picture taken. Next week, week after, you get a picture when I'm dead. You're not taking no picture of me before I die. That that don't sound right. Uh, sir, don't you want to have a good picture on your program? Sir, you're not taking no picture of me for no funeral arrangements that I'm not dead yet. I don't understand that. What the hell is this about? Nobody. Who signed me up for it then? Tell me that much. Uh, sir, I don't have the actual person listed here on who signed you up, but I do have the number, and you are Darwin, Mr. Darwin. So. I didn't sign up for it, and I'm not taking no pictures. You guys run around taking pictures of people before they die just to have a good picture on file? 
That sounds like some man. I, don't, I ain't never heard of no like that, sir. Okay, sir. Are you? I mean, we have your address here. Are, are you? Uh, are you available? I'm, no, I'm not available. I'm not available at all to take no picture for a funeral. That I'm not even dead yet. I don't. I don't get that. That, that sounds like a bunch of. And I, uh, who the hell gave you my number? That's what I want to know. Sir, I'm not quite sure, but one thing we have to do is we have to follow through with our job. So what we're going to have to do is we I have to come out there and take a picture. No. So no, I, no, I, no, I, I don't no. want to, you know, create a problem, but I have to get a picture of you by next week. Oh, it's going to be a problem because you're not getting no picture of me for no funeral arrangement. Mr. Darwin, I have to come by your house at least by Friday at around 12 noon. I'll come by and get a picture. Friday? You ain't coming by my goddamn house no Friday. You a lie. I be come over here to try to get my picture. I got plenty of goddamn pictures in my house to put on the mother funeral program. I'm not taking no picture. That means I'm claiming to be dead. I'm not dead. That's some old bad little goddamn there. I don't know who the you work for Frank, but you you got that. Sir, I work I work for FPC, sir. I work for FPC. I FCC my. You ain't not taking no picture of me. Don't come over here Friday. Talking about no got pistol. Okay, you better bring your got pistol, and you and I hope they got your got picture on file. But that's a stupid got company you work for. I ain't never heard of nobody taking no picture before they die. I got millions of pictures in here for that program. And when I'm gone, what the I care about what a picture look like or who had my god funeral. This will make you tell whoever the you work for, they need to go find another occupation. That don't make no god sense. You're not coming over here Friday, buddy. You come over here if you want to. Okay, uh, Mr. Darwin. Yes. Are you familiar with, with uh, Glenda? That, that's my wife. What, what the are you about to say now? I, all I want to do is say this, man. I just want to say Glenda the one that got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, huh? I'll be a Oh, boy, y'all done lost your I ain't never heard of no business like this. Some FPC funeral picture taking Well, man, I said my New Year's resolution. I was going to cut back on drinking, but you got me over here about to tip a bottle right now. Boy, nephew, you crazy. Oh, you crazy, man. Hey, come over here today about four and get a picture of Glenda. You come take a picture. Y'all got me, baby. You got me, baby. I ain't never heard of no company like that. Hey, you ain't put me up to it, man. You gonna, I tell you what, you tune in tomorrow morning, man. You're going to catch yourself on national radio. I'm going to tell everybody, boy, they had me hot over here. I'm gonna, Don't tell Glenda, but I'm going to have me a drink anyway. I was looking for an excuse to drink. That's right there, a funeral picture taken to put on fire. Boy, y'all done, y'all done lost a half a mind y'all had with that and that, buddy. Hey, man, I got to ask you something, man. Darwin, tell me this here, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Everybody good? We were always good. We don't know. Are you and your uncle good is the question. (laughs)
Let me wow. let me put this out there. I okay. got you know I got my party coming up for my baby. Mm-hmm. All right, the one and only Lemonade. That be my wife, Jacqueline Miles. Y'all understand? Ooh. It's nephew Tommy, and I'm doing a party with blazers and bow ties. It's a night in the city. It's a party celebrating women. It's Saturday, July 7th. That is 4th of July weekend. It is at 1515 Herman Drive. That is the Health Museum in Houston, Texas. And uh, I got everything for you. I got the lavish buffet. I got the I got the live band. I got the I got the DJ, and I got a open bar. Get your tickets right now at Eventbrite.com. Eventbrite.com. So all you AKAs coming down for the boule, the nephew is throwing a party. Come kick it with your boy. Saturday, oh, July seventh. Help Museum, fifteen fifteen Herman Drive. You coming up? Mm-hmm. You coming? Oh no, I'll be getting ready to go on my trip. Okay. I'm gonna be packing on the set. <laughs> Is that his invitation? Yeah. Hey, yeah, Uncle Steve, it. why don't you come out and open up for the band? <laughs> open up for what band? <laughs> <laughs> no, Do a little we gotta go. We gotta go. All right. Nobody come to your little party at the little boule, little punk ass band you gonna have. <laughs> Ain't nobody never heard James and the Flames. <laughs> James and the Flames. Man. All right, we gotta get out of here. Today's strawberry letter Chris subject. No Cisco and all this stuff. <laughs> We both did it, but now she's mad. That's coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for today's Strawberry Letter, guys. If you need advice on relationship, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, on more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today, Steve, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. buggle up hold on tight we got it for you here it is the strawberry letter subject we both did it but now she's mad dear Stephen shirley i need the code cracker i am a 31 year old man who's been dating this girl for over a year now and everything is going great we have the same sense of humor so we're always laughing and the sex is so good that tommy could beat junior in a race for it They're stinging me. You want me to read that line again, Steve? Yeah, one more time. <laughs> we have the same sense of humor, so everything, uh, so we are always laughing at the, and the sex is so good that Tommy could beat Junior in a race for it. Yeah. <laughs> I beat you to some good loving now. <laughs> but just recently, we've been arguing over something so stupid. We were watching a movie the other night, and Michael Ely popped up on the TV, and my girl shouted out, Michael Ely could get it. I'd have all his babies. Wow. Uh, we both laughed about it and kept watching the movie. So two days ago, we're watching something else, and Felicia Rashad popped up on the screen. And I said, I would drink Claire Huxtable's bath water. My girl got so mad. Mm -hmm. We got into a full-blown argument, and she said that I need to apologize. Well, it's been three weeks, and I feel that this is just stupid. She still won't talk to me, and I feel like I've lost my best friend. I feel like I shouldn't apologize because we both did it. What should I do? Mm. Well, well, well. Welcome to the You Can't Do What I Do, uh, or as it is commonly known, double standard, okay? That's what's happening here. Uh, It's okay for her to do it, and come on, it was Michael Ely after all. Uh, But you better not say anything about another woman in front of her face. You just can't do that. Listen, you can end this, though, with two words. I'm sorry. I apologize. You can do that. Those two words, either of them. 
please don't let this go any farther. Uh, three weeks is a long time to go without speaking to your girl, okay? This has gone far enough. If you guys don't get back together, I, I, I just hope you've learned a valuable lesson here. And that lesson is she can do it. Again, it was Michael Ely, after all. You know, I'm talking blue eyes, okay? I'm just saying it's Michael Ely. That's okay. <laughs> but you you can't do that. You you just can't do it in, in, in the same space with another woman. She's not going to accept it. Uh, I think three weeks is, is taking it a bit far. I wonder what she's been doing in those three weeks. But, I mean, you know, you're standing your ground. I got all of that. But a simple apology can make this all go away. Steve? What does it matter who's right or wrong when love is gone? Mm. This right here is exactly what he said it is. This is stupid. Shirley is 100% correct. It's just simple. All you got to do, dog, is say, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. And then after she accepts your apology, then you should say, I think we should both come to an agreement that we won't say things that might be hurtful in front of one another concerning what we may feel about somebody of the opposite sex, whether we're kidding or not. Let's just not play with play like that anymore because obviously we can't play together like this. That's all to it. It's as simple as there's nothing else to this letter. We don't need no part two for this. <laughs> they don't and have... I don't give a damn if it's Michael Ely, Denzel, <laughs> Idris Elba. I don't give a damn if it's none of the black uh, sex symbols. Amari Hardwick. I don't care who it is. Monica Ice Cube. Steve Harvey. Okay, that's not what that's going to do to (laughs) nobody. And I'm clear about that. I've never been a sex symbol. Steve, you are at the bank. Stop. But that's cool. Y'all ain't down there. (laughs) Y'all ain't down there. I get treated with the utmost respect when I do walk in there, which is rare. I get people moving around, but there ain't nothing sexy about me. I understand that. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> Make it about you, Steve. Make <laughs> yeah. it about you. I love it. Yeah, when you I do wish that. I could walk in the room and <laughs> moisten people. <laughs> do what? Here comes Steve, girl. Yeah. Ooh, girl. Girl, 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 he could get this. <laughs> I've never had that before. Ever? Uh, not really. <laughs> not really. Not not like overall. I can convince one person to do that for me at a time. Mm-hmm. But I ain't never walked in the room and that's been it. It's been sad. It's been some hurtful times too, but I wanted that to happen. Yeah. And it just didn't. I've imagined it happened uh-huh. before. I've had dreams before I walked in the room and it's been all about me. <laughs> oh Lord, here comes Steve. Yeah, but then there's always been some damn girl brought me right on back down to reality. Uh-huh. Old funky well, ass in that bibs when I asked her oh, to go yeah. to the junior prom and that heifer told me she said no nah, and I said why. She said because I don't I like your facial features. features. <laughs> <laughs> that that keeps oh, ringing in your head. He's so never gotten over that. I don't know why say that to a ninth grader. I got a lot of yeah, years of little dude. Yeah, I don't know why I got little dude. Be face features with you. One more time, Steve. I don't like your facial features. <laughs> I said, you black. <laughs> I asked you to the problem. You know, I ain't got money for plastic surgery. I didn't even know what it was back then. But damn, you don't like none of them? I got dimples. I can't get none. I got nice teeth. I can't get none. Hell, I ain't got no stomach. 
ain't got no weight uh, issues, but I don't like your facial, facial features. Wow, you I had that big fro working, did you? Yeah, but you know, it wasn't quite. Were, yeah, but you were tall. You were tall. Always have been tall. None of that, huh? I ain't never been the shortest dude. Just nothing, you know. I ain't never had no cuss on my face. Mm. You know, she wasn't feeling it. I ain't like your face. <laughs> and what the hell is I'm supposed to do about it? That's what I need. <laughs> ain't like I could have went and came back tomorrow and gave her another shot at me. <laughs> your face is your face. Was she yeah. cute, Steve? She was really cute. Oh, huh? Lord Jesus, uh-huh. man. I thought this girl was the world. Wow. I saw it years later when I was performing in Cleveland. Uh-huh, and? She was still fine. Mm. Wow. Came backstage, asked me out. She asked me if I know who she was. I remember her. My uh-huh. boy standing there. I'm going to go to dinner. I said, I ain't hung. Let's go out and have a drink. I don't drink. Let's go out and have coffee. I'm finna go to bed. I don't stay up. You she threw every out. rock you could throw, boy. My boy, say, my boy said, damn, man, you ain't going out with that fine-ass chick right there. What's wrong with you? I said, she don't like my <laughs> You think I done forgot it because I'm 40. You know about that. All right, the subject of today's letter is uh, I don't facial like your facial features. Facial features. <laughs> I don't like your facial features. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. We're, we're coming back at uh, 23 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, are you okay to get no, back fine. into part two? Just, you know, we ain't got to go into this, you know. Today's strawberry letter. 31-year-old um, man, you know, all this here, chick right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, jumped up and saw Michael Ely. Ooh, he can get it. He can have all my babies. So he see Felicia Rashad on TV. He said, ooh, I drink Claire Huxley bath water. The girl got mad. Got into a full-blown argument. She said that I need to apologize. It's been three weeks, and I feel this is just stupid. She still won't talk to me, and I feel like I've lost my best friend. I feel like I shouldn't apologize because we both did it. What should I do? Hell, apologize. Yeah. But it's over. And then after you, she accept your apology, just say, but I need for us to do this. Next time Michael Ely come on stage, you can't say that because I thought it was all right. Say it to yourself if you're going to say it. Yeah. Uh huh. Just say it to yourself. But what happened when Claire Huxwell on TV? What happened then? He better say it to himself or it'll be another three weeks that she won't speak to him. Yeah, but if this was sister, she's going to say something every time she see Felicia Rashad. That shit go. Uh huh. You, you ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. That go your baby. <laughs> you gonna drink her bath water? <laughs> Steve, are you all right? Before yeah. we went to break, you know, you were telling this story. Well, he about was having what happened to you. This letter yeah. kind of reminded him yeah. of some stuff. It's over with. What was you Why gonna say so to me, Tom? How do you feel about your facial features? I'm perfectly fine with them now. But there was a time when you struggled. What are you saying? Yeah, yeah you struggle. said I mean, now. I'm fine with them now. now. I still got to struggle with them now. You know, I know I ain't cute. But I mean, you after know. she told you that, was you looking in the mirror every day at your features? <laughs> yeah, I was trying yeah, to work out a couple of things. You know, maybe if I pull my lips in a little bit when I'm talking, something like this. Maybe the, what I didn't know, no angle I could turn to <laughs> reduce this nose. So I was just struggling with it. Well, it's just ninth grade. You don't know what to do about it. Plastic surgery wasn't out the end that I knew about. I mean, well, when I was little, everybody, and you do it now, Steve, but everybody talked about my eyes. Everybody. And rightfully so, sure. <laughs> See, I was on your side. I know. And you probably have grown into them more no, now. No, I have grown into my eyes. Yeah, what? They, were... <laughs> yeah, they was bigger than that. When I was little, they were huge because your face what? was smaller. 
What? She caught she up to him. Like my, my eyes have been the same size. So, so you came out the womb like that, Shirley? Yeah. Yes. Shirley came out as a flat. I've always had these uh, eyes. You, you probably saw yourself being born, huh? <laughs> I hate I'm everyone on this show except Carla. All right. Yeah. I don't even know why you put yourself in this, no, girl. No, but I'm saying, no, no, no. But my point is that everyone struggles, you know, with yeah. some Tell part of their struggle. body. That is, yeah. I struggle with a lot yeah. of things. Mm-hmm. A lot. I mean, look at Tommy. <laughs> he done had some problems, man. He shot ahead of I'm not ugly. We're not going to do this today. Oh, yes, you no, no, I'm not going to be ugly <laughs> today. I am not going to be ugly for y'all today. I'm okay, not ugly. Well, okay, well, we'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> You, you take gotta, day two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you gonna come around if you want to. Damn, she'll be here tomorrow. What, what did you struggle with as a kid? Everything. My mama was one of the pressure points. Me. <laughs> what? You look like your what damn daddy with your ugly ass. No, dog. I got that every wait, wait, week. One more time. What? You didn't look like your damn daddy with your ugly ass. That, so both that, of y'all was ugly. Yeah, I couldn't stand my dad. Like, you get me in trouble. I ain't even do nothing. <laughs> I don't know what you did last night, but why I got to be ugly with you? <laughs> Carla, come on. Everybody I said struggle. something. What you struggle what? with, Carl? What did we struggle with? Yeah, uh, yeah. What did we struggle with? What did you struggle with? Everybody said what theirs was. You know, uh-huh. I struggle. I had one of the most severe cases of chicken pox. So, oh. you know, I had some scarring from that. So mm-hmm. I, I struggled. Oh, I struggled with that. that. Mm-hmm. Huh? What you say, makeup? <laughs> I said, man, nobody see that, though. Yeah, but I did. I mean, right. I, I I went through some heavy teasing uh, about it. Growing up, huh? Yeah. That must, have been, yeah. that must have been a long time ago because I ain't seen no spots on They're there. But, yeah, That's that was blessed my blessed about being dark-skinned, though. See, here we go. Uh-huh. Right there. Man is black. That's a whole nother thing. See, right? Stay Your spot is the same color as you. Put it, what is we wear? I hate him. It, you. No need, you talking about, well, it used to be there. Well, so we, we all have issues now. is the point. We, we all have issues. Yeah. Oh, man, I've been turned down. Tommy ain't said nothing, though. Tommy oh, yeah, like Tommy, come cute. on. You haven't said anything? Well, you know what's funny? I got teased for big lips back then. So I guess I grew into it. And lips is the thing now. Yeah. Boy, I would never think it was the lips. I would never think it was the lips. Hell it. no. <laughs> that's all you your got to turtle looking ass. <laughs> you shouldn't have been to tell me it was just your lips. That hump on your back, that's a shell, that's actually that's, your that ass. Stomach just mad at your damn that facial features. That's all yeah. this is. That stomach. Your, your belt buckle turned down. <laughs> you, know, you know, Steve, I'm not going to share ugly with you. Short and You're going to be belly. ugly you're, by yourself, dog. you're not attractive. I keep telling you You're not attractive. No, I know that. But see, I've come to it. The problem you having in your life and why you can't move forward is you keep thinking you Ugly cute. holding me back? Yes. <laughs> Ugly is holding me back? Tommy, that's why you don't get a lot of parts. Oh, God. <laughs> But you got, but you got lead man confidence when ugly. <laughs> Wait, what? He got lead man confidence yeah, when he ugly. Like he supposed to be out front. Like he they put his ass behind people every chance he get. Uh, oh, this I'm show I'm not right gonna here. do facial features and be ugly with him today. Oh, I'm not gonna Tommy, be ugly. I'm not. Tommy, you're not believe. an attractive man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Man, well, just Real, go in the mirror no, and turn that, sideways and look out the corner you are. Shirley and Carla, this, this is all I have to reside on. These are the women on the show. <sighs> ugly or not ugly? Uh, you're not ugly. I don't think anyone on the show is ugly. ugly. No. I appreciate okay. it, Shirley. Stop. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no Steve nice. is ugly. I do. Stop. 
No. No, I don't think Steve's ugly. I never who's, did. Who's more attractive, me or Steve, without money? Okay, probably me. Then. I've never known Steve without money. So, okay, Steve, so it's okay, definitely Steve, Steve. It's just Steve. I, I knew him before you. All right. yeah. It's not about yeah. before. It's... So Shirley uh, likes me more damn than you. Job. Yeah. She saw me. <laughs> and I know Carla likes me more than you because she can call your ass stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> and and you just a little stupid, <laughs> ugly ass boy. Stupid and ugly. <laughs> We're going to break. We're going to break. <laughs> well, listen. Stupid and ugly. See, it's, that's a rough combination. <laughs> Listen, guys, coming up in 10 minutes, speaking of Carla, uh, she's going to tell us about an awkward situation uh, that she and her husband uh, had when they were on vacation. Seems they ran into an ex on vacation. We'll talk about oh, that. Oh, hell. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Carla, you and Tosh went on vacation. We mentioned uh, you guys went uh, to the Bahamas yep. and everything. But what happened now? You ran into an ex. What, what happened? What? Man. What? The like one I know, you. Carla? What, Carla? Yes, the one you and Junior know. In the words of Steve. God, dog. <laughs> what? What happened, girl? Steve, we ran into allegedly. <laughs> allegedly? Not allegedly. This is yeah. Not- this, oh, this, no. Yeah, this the car that got keyed. Oh, this was his car? This the sugar oh, in the tank. Allegedly. This, this allegedly. allegedly. What happened, Carla? What happened? Okay, so we was at the airport coming back. Because so, I need Steve's advice on this later on. So, okay, so we was coming to the airport. We was coming back. And so we were at the airport, you know, in the gate. Uh-huh. Waiting on, you know, the flight or whatever. Now, this is just for those of you all that don't know. This is my ex who accused me of allegedly, air quotes, destroying his property. Anyway, we're sitting in the gate area. We're waiting to board the flight. We start boarding the flight. I got up and I said, oh, no. That ain't what you I said. Saw. That ain't what you said. Uh-huh. Okay. No, that's what I said. Oh. So oh, husband, sugar honey. <laughs> right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, help her, help her, Steve. <laughs> so, Steve, so Tosh said, what? And I said, oh, man. I said, that's my ex over there. He getting on the same flight. And he said, ooh, ooh thank God you ain't had no baby with that little monster <laughs> right there. That booger bear. <laughs> That that Ronnie Johansson looking at him. My girlfriend calls him uh, Booger Cookies. My girlfriend. That facial feature problem person right there. Right. (laughs) So Ty said, look at him. He ain't going to even look at you. He got his old boy got his head down. I had my head down, too, if I saw my ex with a good-looking fly dude like me, <laughs> like your boy. <laughs> Shut up. So I didn't know what to do. I know. I were you like, nervous? I was going to ask you. You were a little nervous. Surely huh? I didn't yeah. know. I was like, do mm-hmm. I go speak to him? I ain't know what to do. Uh-huh. So wait. We board the plane. Uh-huh. Pilot gets on. There's a delay. Uh-oh. A delay on no. the flight. No, we we got, got to, to get back off uh, the plane. You know how they make you get off the plane? Yeah. Some Steve don't know nothing about it. Anyway. <laughs> okay. They made us get off the plane. Here go Tosh. He grabbing our bag. Now I got to look at his ugly blank again. <laughs> Was y'all sitting close to each other, Carl? No. No, we weren't. We weren't sitting close to each other. So, I, y'all, it he was definitely so saw you though, Carla. He definitely oh, he saw, saw me. You. Uh-huh. Oh, he definitely. He looked dead at me and he wow. put his head down. Uh-huh. When he saw me. So what do you do? How do you have you guys ever had like a surprise run in with your ex? I mean, I 
the country? Yeah. 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 Every every Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Every uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't my mama house. Every Thanksgiving, every third. At the cigar bar. What did you come up? So Steve, have you ever had that happen to you before? Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't have that. How'd you handle it? What'd you do? Well, you I was really horrible. But I was with my current girlfriend. Uh-huh. And I was with a girl earlier that day and told her that I had to go back down to the college to check on some stuff. <laughs> pick up one of my homies. But I actually just went back over to my girl's house and we went to the mall. We coming down the escalator. Uh-huh. The girl I had just been with was at the bottom of the escalator <laughs> looking at us come down the escalator. Oh, God. <sighs> and we see, you know how the escalator moved down, and uh-huh. she's standing at the bottom with her purse, with her hand on her hip. Of she didn't say nothing, but uh-huh. I thought she was. So we just locked eyes, and I turned and tried to run up the escalator, <laughs> but you can't. Cause I, uh, so I just said, I'm turned down. We got up the escalator, and my girl didn't know who she was, so she walked right past her. Mm-hmm. So I walked right past her. She went, huh. Oh. oh, she said, oh, she acknowledged. Uh-huh. Father God, if you don't do nothing else for me this year, I don't mind having a stroke or nothing. Uh-uh. Us, <laughs> stupid boy. If you just let us walk with Dang. our uh-huh. helmet, Jesus. Father God, for I know not what I have done. Mm. I was just in prayer, pray. man. Then she went over on the aisle and wished where I could see her again. She stood there looking at me, just shaking her head back and forth. Mm. Ah. I said, this heifer finna come over here, man. I'm going to have to tackle her. <laughs> she come over here in this Sears, man. I'm going I'm to I'm create, I'm going to start Not knocking Sears. stuff off the shelf. <laughs> Sears. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's probably, that, that when I had that one, I had another one. I ran up into a chick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what? y'all would be able to relate uh-huh. to that. Oh, man, let me tell you something. I, so, me and my fiance at the time, uh, my first wife, oh, okay. goes to one of her girlfriend's churches. We got invited over there. Mm-hmm. I walk in, man, the chick I used to be crazy about was sitting right there, and we in church. Uh-huh. Mm. Now, we don't know it, but I'm sitting, my girl is up against the wall. I'm on the next pew. Mm-hmm. The usher brings the girl and put her right next to me. And I didn't notice it until I turned and she sat down. And I'm sitting in church right between the two of them. <laughs> kind of like my daughter's wedding. Carly's wedding. Uh-huh. I was sitting oh, we between there, Carly's yeah. mom and mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember Woo! Yeah. Woo! I remember was, that, Steve. Yeah. You were sweating. Everybody was talking about, boy, that's a gangster-ass move. Man, I had pee running down my leg. <laughs> It might have looked like a gangster move, but I was wetting myself. <laughs> Never let him see you sweat, Steve. Yeah, you know, because there's nothing that could go wrong. Cause I tell you, and then the, the night before at the dinner, the rehearsal dinner, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, was when they first met. Very oh. First you know, the twins, Mom and Marjorie met for the first time. And my daughter, Brandy, introduced. She said, well, Marjorie, come on. Mm-hmm. Let's go on down here. Let's address the white elephant in the room. Okay. Walked her all the way down that long table. Uh-huh. Stood up and introduced her. I'm looking down there. I'm so scared. They're <laughs> looking down <laughs> they there. They're ladies. talking. Uh-huh. The next thing I know, they hugged. Yeah.
they were yeah. ladies. But, but, yeah, uh, you're they, the one yeah, though. Yeah, but I was I was down a half a bottle of port. That's what I was about to ask you. I said, what was you drinking <laughs> when they started talking? I, I was drinking port. The next thing I know, I did a half. I a know. Bottle of port. <laughs> All right, listen. Coming up uh, next, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Our office question of the day, guys, is who is the person in our studio who, no matter how hard they try, they will never get fired, all right? Do we have a coworker who says things like, I, I dare them to fire me? Uh, Why is all this about me? <laughs> I see it in the line. You can throw a rock right. no into a pack right. of dough. Okay, keep going. <laughs> The one that hollers yes. is the one you hit. And you hit me, because I know this is about me. Uh-huh. But go ahead. Go, no, no, no. Go and finish the question. I've never heard you say I dare them to fire me. F- oh, I have. F- 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 oh, oh, you have, Jennifer? Oh, I've never oh, heard yeah. him say that. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's talking oh, really? crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh, I ain't never heard that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, talk- I already said I burned this whole damn place down. <laughs> I done already yeah. told y'all. <laughs> ain't going to be no radio. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go and finish the question, sir. <laughs> Well, is it is it fun? I have to ask. Is it fun to work with someone like that? That you, you know that knows they can't get fired, or that their boss won't fire them, or that the, in this case, since you think it's you, your uncle won't fire. Oh, you. he'll fire me now. He'll he'll do it. It's got to be drastic. I got to be done something pretty damn crazy. Tommy, you're still here. Yeah, it, no, it proves, you you should have been fired. Yeah, it, it, that been proves that he won't fire you. You're still when? here. When? No, the only thing saving you is my sister. What have I done that's been so drastic that I should be sent away? Do you do you think you're an outstanding employee? I'm one of the greatest here. <laughs> he said that with the utmost confidence. confidence. You just got back to work. You was off yesterday. You take more damn vacation. You have yeah. more unexcused absence yeah. than anybody mm-hmm. on this show. You actually mm-hmm. take off more time, Tommy, than anybody. Including me. Oh, and, no. and you started out this way. This yes. didn't just happen. So I'm and consistent. Tommy, we discussed this yesterday when you wasn't here. You are the worst. I'm the worst what? Ooh. The worst. <laughs> you, you the words what? Look, you want to start there with the W's? Uh, okay, so th- I, have a, I have a bit of an issue with that. Okay, there's that. Okay. <laughs> That's big, okay. though. There's that. Yeah, because we... Speak on the radio. Right, but uh-huh. I just try not to use things that have W's in them. What do you, when? <laughs> when, it, when it's possible. Oh, where? Okay. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, Steve, seriously, so this kind of falls on you. Why haven't you fired him? Because it's of because sister. of your sister? That's the only reason. Well, what's going to happen? Wait, wait, wait a minute. No, y'all. I mean, we got to explore it. it Anything yeah. happened to my sister, you can believe something didn't happen to you. Wow. What are you, what are you, what are you, wait a minute. You heard me. Wait, well, hold on now, wait. He got that W out that time, didn't he? <laughs> said, it, said it fast. When, when something happened to my mama, I'm gone? Like damn me immediately. <laughs> it's tough news, though. I, I, like, for example, if my brother called me and said, bro, little bro, you sitting down. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to you about something. We had a big loss in this family. Say, hold on one second, Tommy. Okay, now. Tommy. Tommy. What? No, no, what my ass, you fired. <laughs> Wait, that's your first phone call? <laughs> but this is before but the news my brother even get it yeah. out. <laughs> that's that's how I can't wait that's to say sad. it. You can't wait to do this? 
So huh. tell me, now that you know that your uncle's only keeping you here employed uh-huh. because of his I'm just sister. not finding this out today, Carl. <laughs> no, you ain't. So are you going to change your behavior and your ways and he try can't. to be a better employee? You act like I got wicked ways. <laughs> <laughs> what? You got what, though? You act like I got wicked ways. <laughs> I don't have wicked ways. <laughs> I, I can I have to admit I will miss that. <laughs> you will? Yeah. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Carla, I will. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> All right. So Hell. tell me you should at least say you're gonna try and do better. With what? <laughs> oh, if you get fired, you get other jobs. Not on the radio he won't. Uh-huh. No, but he'd be great down at the zoo. But, but look, what? what? Yeah, turtleback, you be down there, draw everybody. Shut up, Junior. World famous turtle. Shut right up. Here. Now, I'm telling all y'all right now, when I leave here, everybody leaving with me. I'm just putting it out there. When we leave here, everybody okay, leave we're what? just going to yeah. let that go. Okay, let's well, let it go. But if I was you, I'd digest it, though. <laughs> let it go. Stop it, Tommy. Okay. You still got your job. No, no. I got eight jobs. <sighs> we know. See, you get cut from the radio, you gone. Yeah, maybe, yeah, if if he cuts you from the radio, he'll hire you on TV because you don't have to speak. No, no, I won't. No, I won't, because then we have to look at it. Is that why you haven't put it Now we back to facial features. (laughs) That was last hour. And if they can take your ugly ass on TV, surely they can take mine. Well, then why haven't they? Uh-oh. Okay. All right, um... Well, you're here the now, reason, so make Tommy, the best of it. One of the reasons I never wanted to tell you this because don't nobody want to tune in to you every day. <laughs> That's why you're not on TV. Talking turtle. Cause can't nobody be turning the channel <laughs> and do this, huh? And then, huh? And then, that's too much. This is, well, what is that, though? Shows. What are you doing? Yeah, well, that's the, he acts like something see, scared the, the hell out of him. That's what he's acting like. <laughs> okay, this channel changing. <laughs> uh-huh. This channel changing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's what happens when they see Tommy on TV. This is, uh-huh. this, <laughs> no, this, this is mean right here. This is very mean. Steve, you're, Steve, Steve, you're hurting his feelings now. You're hurting my feelings now. This is mean. This is all I mean. Okay, pull up, Steve. All right. Be nice. We're going to be nice. Woo! (laughs) And Tommy, we're not laughing. (laughs) What what did the hell y'all call (laughs) me? All right. uh, Lord Jesus. Coming up at 20 after. Uh, hey, baby, come here, come here. Look, look at this. We have to go. <laughs> look what they put on. <laughs> we have to go. We'll have more of this ignorant show <laughs> when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This story is for you guys, Steve and Tommy. Uh, here's a story from CBS News Cleveland, okay? Two firefighters were placed on leave after they filmed porn at the firehouse, all right? A long-term couple who also happen to be um, Akron firefighters are off the job after being accused of making porn in a firehouse. 
Lieutenants Art Dean and Deanne Eiler, or Deanne Eller, were placed on leave yesterday pending an investigation because they apparently couldn't resist showing the world their moves in the bed. Uh, the pair is involved in a long-term relationship, and they are assigned to separate fire stations, and they opted to film some steamy porn scenes in the firehouse. Yes. Uh, then they posted it online. You know, for everyone to see yes. once it's online. It everyone, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could be fired for their actions, but they're not facing criminal charges. No, they, they love each other and they're friends. And, I mean, it's a pole there, you know, in yeah, the fire station. That's where they work. That's like if someone filmed porn at the radio show. At the, yeah, at yeah. The, yeah, we nah, can't we do could, that. We could, we, hey, look at that. See that? No. What you think? Huh? <laughs> yep. Ain't nobody with me, huh? No, no. they Ain't got fired. Okay? I, mean, I don't understand posting it. Exactly, How Steve. Stupid Why are would you? you do that? How drunk are you? How high you didn't are think you? Nobody was gonna think that was y'all. <laughs> at the firehouse, at the fire station. Right. Got them hard like, Where like everybody knows shot, your name, like it's That'd be like we shot some porn here at the station. Y'all ain't gonna know that's Tommy. Right. <laughs> what, what you mean? He's standing up on a chair. Why would he be on the chair? Because he's Well, how he gonna get in the scene, Tommy? <laughs> Because if we, you, you just do it without standing on the chair, it's going to just look like a little puppet show. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> can I get to, on? Can not, I get to this not, other story, I'm please? I'm not going to do this with him. <laughs> In other news, uh, Robert De Niro uh, protested President Trump at the Tr- Tony Awards. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. And now a Trump supporter has protested at uh, Robert De Niro's Broadway show. During the curtain call Saturday night for A Bronx Tale, in which uh, Robert De Niro is directing, an audience member held up a Trump 2020 Keep America Great banner and stood by the stage. Uh, TMZ says security guards eventually threw him out of the theater. So there you go. Mm. (laughs) What is going on with that? Trump 2020. I know. This country is crazy. The hate. It's the hate. Especially lately with this immigration news, mm, oh. the zero tolerance policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that the racism the that's always been in this country has mm-hmm. now felt like it has uh, the right to voice it. Yeah, he, he's yes, empowered he them to yeah. do so. Yeah, I'm not surprised by any of it. It's always existed. No, Absolutely, but now people are feeling more comfortable yeah. and free about just saying it. Absolutely. Which is a shame, you know. It really is. I'm going to get a lot of them shirts then. What shirts? What shirts? Get them in suits, too. Don't let your president. Get your, get your ass on. <laughs> <laughs> you can put down the back of the suit jacket. On the back of the suit jacket. <laughs> Just try to tell you. <laughs> wow. It is a shame. Yeah, it, it is. This country has changed. It really has. Um in just uh, the last couple of years, you know, it's just been since 2016. Um, anyway, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up. Um, I believe y'all trying to fire my ass. No, we're not trying to fire you. Yeah, what makes you think that, Tommy? Uh, that's okay. I got it. And we can't fire you. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, as I was saying, <laughs> coming up right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, Tiffany Haddish proved that she was definitely ready to host the 2018 MTV Movie and TV Awards. She did her thing. She opened the show with a Black Panther-type fight scene. 
to uh, see who'd actually host the show. Other highlights from the show include uh, Chadwick Boseman um, won for Best Hero, which was great, but he gave his award, and this was even better. I love this. This was a touching moment. I saw the show. It was great. Uh, he, he gave his award to a real-life hero, James Shaw Jr., the Waffle House hero from Tennessee. Uh, Take a listen. Yeah, remember him? Yeah. Receiving an award for playing a superhero is amazing, but it's even greater to acknowledge the heroes that we have in real life. So I just want to acknowledge somebody that's here today, James Shaw Jr. Where are you staying? <laughs> you didn't even know we were about to do this, did you? Uh-uh. If you don't know James Shaw Jr., he fought off a gunman in Antioch, Tennessee at a Waffle House. He saved lives. Come on up here. Brother. So this is going to live at your house. That was, that's that's that was awesome. really nice. That's, yeah. that's, 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 that's cool. Cool. yeah, he's such a great guy, Chadwick. Uh, also, uh, actor Michael B. Jordan took trophy for best villain. Remember, he played Killmonger yeah. in Black Panther. And uh, so congratulations. You want to get at the Shug night? <laughs> well, you know what he did say? He said he thought uh, Roseanne would win. Yeah, he did. He did say that. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> um, so congratulations to both of them and everyone else. And to Tiffany mm-hmm. Haddish. She was really great as a host. Go on, Tiff. Last, uh, yeah. The night before Do last year. She has a ride. Uh-huh. She ready. She yeah. Ready. Are you ready? <laughs> Switching gears in sports news, many people are still convinced that LeBron James will be a Los Angeles Laker next Ain't season, gonna Steve. Happen. It's um, not going to happen. It's not well, going to happen. See, let me let me, let me me help you out. As great a dude as Magic Johnson is, mm-hmm. this is what I think is happening here. Here's my opinion of whole LeBron James. Okay. See, LeBron will be a free agent. George is a free agent. Kawhi is not a free agent. He just won't out. So if they trade him, they got to get maximum for it. So Kawhi coming to the Lakers, and everybody talking about LeBron, Kawhi, and George could team up. Mm-hmm. But you got to get that money because if you get Kawhi, L.A. don't have enough pieces to give for Kawhi. They got nobody over there to make them think they're going to give up Kawhi for the Lakers team. And how much money the Lakers got, these two free agents? You gotta still make cap room. Somebody got to go. And if too many players go on the Lakers team, LeBron gonna be right where he got with just, like he got Kevin Love. He'll just have Paul George. They ain't enough to get Golden State. He going to the Lakers. LeBron James is gonna go to the Houston Rockets. Yeah, he is. Well, Steve, LeBron uh, we'll does have a, a movie we'll production company here oh. in Los Angeles. You know, he his... still he got it in here in Cleveland. Yeah, I know. He ain't going. He ain't got time to sit there. He got people <laughs> running. All yeah. right. Coming up, our last break of the day. Closing remarks. Okay, get ready, people. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go. Last break of the day, Steve. Your closing remarks for us. Hey, let let me give you this thought uh, that'll help you out. Oh. Uh, about other people's opinion. Don't let other people's opinion determine your direction. Don't let other people's opinions affect your direction 
let, let me explain something to you. They don't know. They actually do not know what's best for you. Most people don't. Even people who are well-meaning, they just really don't know. The answer to your success lies really, I'm telling you, between you and the relationship you have with God. God is in the dream come true business. And whatever he puts in your imagination, that's what he had for you. We've covered this last week. But if you're going to allow people's opinion, other people's opinion, to affect your direction, you are now being guided by some people other than you and God. What do they really know? Another thing about other people's opinion, you got to be careful of them because sometimes you need to look very closely at the person that's providing the opinion. Look at them. Some of them really, really shouldn't be in the advisory capacity. They really shouldn't, man. It's some people passing out advice in your life that ain't that ain't took their own advice. It's some people giving you advice who need to be advised. It's some people giving you advice that don't listen to nothing nobody else got to say. And their life is just an example of it. They are walking results of their of their opinion of themselves and, 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 and their ability to follow directions. So you got to be careful when you're taking directions from other people because everybody don't mean well. They don't, even when they think they do. Man, how many times, man, in my life, man, have I let somebody give me an opinion about me, an opinion, which I should have never have listened to? You know, I, I say this all the time. I was watching um, 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 uh, Joel Osteen on TV, and he said, people's opinion of you is none of your business, nor should you make it yours. It doesn't matter what their opinion of you is. It just doesn't matter. Because God is in the come get you business. Let me tell you something, man. Wherever you are right now, I'm going to tell you a story I heard one time. It's called, it's like the Thomas and the Boat story. This man named Thomas one day was out on a boat by himself. It was a beautiful day. He's out there sailing on a boat. And a storm came up out of nowhere. And it capsized the boat. And he was way out and he was lost at sea. But he got lost and he got washed up on a deserted island. And so he got up, he woke up, he was shook up pretty bad, and he found himself on this deserted island. He didn't know where his boat was or nothing. He was just sitting there because the boat had capsized. And so he's sitting there, and so days went by. Days and days and days went by. He just out on this island, just trying to make it work. Running out of food, he can't get nobody's attention. He, he drawing notes in the sand and stuff, help, nothing. Planes going by, he don't, he waving, don't nobody see him, he just on this island. So weeks had went by, so he got kind of crafty. So he decided one day to build himself some shelter. He took some, some bamboo and some banana leaves and he built you know, a little covering just for some shelter at night. And this is going along pretty good for a few days, but he's getting a little bit more and more depressed because nobody can find him. 
I mean, it ain't a boat going by or nothing. And it just started getting real down on itself because his predicament seemed so unbelievable. So he made a fire like he do usually at night, and a wind came up. And when the wind came up, a couple of the sparks hit the shelter, these dried banana leaves and bamboo, and caught it on fire. I mean, a horrible fire. It's just burning it down. It had been raining that night, man, and it started raining real bad. And he's trying to stay warm, and all of a sudden, sparks catch hold of him. All of a sudden, his whole, his whole house, little hut, temporary shelter is on fire, and he just threw now. And he's just going, God, where are you, man? I'm so, what are you doing to me now? I've been out here weeks. I can't get off this island. You don't hear me. And now you done burned down my shelter. I mean, it's just a fire just burning. And he's standing there, man, just complaining and telling God how he done forsaked him and he done forgot he was out here in all this trouble. Been out here all these weeks. Lord, where are you now? And all of a sudden he saw some flashlights. And he saw some people running up on shore. And he couldn't believe it, but some people had, had found him. And he said, man, I've been out here for weeks. What, what did y'all do? How did y'all find me? They said, we saw your smoke signal that you sent up. We just responded to your smoke signal. He just dropped down and started crying. Because he thought God had forsaken him, burned up his hut. But see, that disastrous moment right there turned out to be just what he needed, that smoke signal. Mm-hmm. And they saw that. And what he thought was a disastrous fire, the one ship that was going by saw the flames and the smoke. Wow. And it rescued him. God is coming, man. Mm-hmm. No matter what anybody's opinion of you is, God is coming. No matter what they think, no matter how dark it seems for you, God is coming. He always is. Keep that in mind. Have a great weekend, y'all. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your health care provider about treatment options to manage your weight.